When did you start your business? I'll bet you kind of, sort of, maybe know the date that you launched. But what counts when you're figuring this stuff out? The date you filed for incorporation? Your first sale? And whatever your answer is, why did you decide that that was the thing that counts as your start date? I mean, who made you the boss around here? to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a really awesome place. You can go see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we need to spend time digging into why women founders have such a hard time figuring out when they launched their businesses. It sounds so simple, and yet it remains one of entrepreneurship's greatest enigmas. If you ask a female founder, so hey, when did you start your business? She isn't likely to answer you right away. She'll hem, she'll haw, and then she'll ask you a few questions. Do you mean what year did my idea come to me? Are you talking about when I incorporated? Do you count it if I'm not an LLC or a C-Corp? I know what you're thinking. How does someone not know when she started her business? I bump into this all the time. These aren't examples from two conversations that I've had in the past three weeks. This has happened on most of the days and months and years that I've been running the Founding Moms. As you well know, women are brilliant. They're resilient. They'll figure out ways to get up and running in half the time that the average business person does. They practically blink and a business is launched. But with no profit or filing for incorporation, She often feels like she's got nothing to show for it. And since she can't prove it to you, you might not believe her. Do I need to go on a rant here about how pervasive this line of thought is? How it has a hold on the women of our society? In too many areas, women don't think people will believe us. Need proof? Take a look at the Me Too movement, rape and assault victims' testimony, or any price any woman has ever paid for speaking up. Our cultural sentiments about women and honesty have seeped into the business world, too. Forgetting the stats on how few women CEOs run Fortune 500 companies. Forgetting Sheryl Sandberg's lean-in organization, the entire premise of which is that women should lean in, not out, when thinking about how to improve their professional and personal lives. What I'm talking about here is the simplest of thoughts. Women can't even answer the basics, like, when did I start my business? Because she doesn't think you'll believe her. She might not even believe herself, which is why this question is often paired with a look of confusion. Launches can mean different things to different people. Authors don't consider their books launched until they host a launch party. Event organizers usually count the date of their first event as their start date. Some entrepreneurs consider the launch when their first dollar comes in. 
Others associate their launches with the date stamped on their federal employment identification number paperwork. There's the date you opened your bank account, the date you held your first client meeting, the date you filed for a trademark, the date that you tweeted that something magical is coming soon. And yes, you can consider the date that you came up with the idea as the date that you launched your business. Because what else is a business if not a fictitious entity that you dreamed up? One that lets you sell your imagined products or services. For my first business, a music management firm where I helped bands go out on tour, I considered my launch to be the date that I received an email response from my first potential client. He wasn't even my client yet. For my second business, a baby jewelry business, I redefined what I thought was a launch date because filing for an EIN meant that I was really in business at that point for me. Note that neither of my first two businesses' launch dates had anything to do with sales at all. My third business involved an accidental launch. I call it that because I didn't set out to run a community for mom entrepreneurs. The community found me. But when folks ask me about a launch date, I tell them that it was September of 2010. Because that was the day that I had a thought, right after a meetup with fellow mom entrepreneurs, while holding my infant in one arm and a coffee in the other, that I'd turn that cute little meetup into a full-fledged business. As they say, it's the thought that counts. If you're an entrepreneur, there's never a reason to hesitate when someone asks you about the start of your business. Figure out what feels best to you when you truly feel that you started your business. That's what you should tell everyone and stick to it. There's never, ever a good time to discount yourself, your experience, or the work you've put in to create a business, no matter how big or small it is. Never, ever. You're the boss. And now, a word from our sponsors. Flamingo Luxury Travel designs expertly curated itineraries for couples, families, and business retreats. They pride themselves on personal service and luxurious experiences that you'll talk about for years. Want to bring a group together? They'll take care of all the planning and can even provide on-site event execution. You'll have access to their worldwide partners for potential hotel upgrades, resort credits, exclusive experiences, or included meals. Visit FlamingoLuxuryTravel.com so that you can start packing and let them handle the rest. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there. That way I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to RateThisPodcast.com slash Why Are We Shouting and leave a review pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, Decisive, and Indecisive Entrepreneurs for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.